comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. This can't be happening, man. This isn't happening. Episode 261. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode. Nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. And that's why it was the best pie day ever. Man, yesterday was so much fun. And how can you have a national ad campaign with such a blatant double negative in it? It's it's That's the worst grammar since the spelling of the word play school. <laughs> what do you mean? Hmm? National Pie Day? National Pie Day. Yeah. Everybody loves pie. Ah, yes. Except for communists. Yeah. <laughs> And so what's the double negative? Even hobos. Yeah, that's what love I'm not pie. Hobos love pie. They, what's the double that's, negative? That's this week's uh, non sequitur. Actually, that was kind of sequitury, so uh, never mind. I don't know uh, if the you double know this, negative, but no? but it, but in cartoons, pies have the power to make hobos levitate mm-hmm. and float towards them. Nice. If you've, uh, <laughs> By their aroma. And they also have the that blue bottom of their face almost looks like Fred Flintstone, <laughs> only it's like in blueberry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's the double negative? Uh, nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. Oh. Nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. That's, you know that's, that's not the actual jingle. Huh? You know that's not the actual nobody jingle. Nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. It's everybody likes Sarah Lee. No, it's nobody does it like Sarah Lee. So nobody Sarah. does it like Sarah Lee. Nobody does like Sarah Lee. No, I'm, I'm not getting it. Now, wait a second. Is it really mm-hmm. a double negative? Because yes. nobody uh-huh. is the... Nobody uh, it's not the object. Like Sarah Lee. Sarah Lee is the object. Uh-huh. So, so now... Okay, now I'm confused. Is it actually nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee? Or I thought it was nobody um, does it like Sarah Lee. Hmm. Bill? Um, well, you know, I was pretty sure of myself up until uh, Brad brought this new information to my attention. Now, while you bring that up, yesterday was Bills? 314. If mm-hmm. you go to piday.org, okay. P-I-D-A-Y.org, no, you can learn all about I'm afraid Pi-day. it is nobody doesn't like Sara Lee, and really? I believe I can prove it with this cable right here and maybe a little help from the board op, Brad. Hmm. So, yes. Okay, let's see. That's, I'm not sure if it's a double negative. Uh, full on up. That's uh, that's there. I don't believe I have the audio muted, though I usually do. So, uh, you know, hey, let's find out about now. And go. Everybody doesn't like something, but nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. Everybody doesn't like something. Okay, everybody kid. doesn't like something. Yeah, that was a kid getting his hair cut. Now it's a kid but eating a pie. Oh, okay. There's there's a cabbie. He's shouting at somebody. Now he's eating a cake with a coffee and a smile on his face. There's a poor lady who's scrubbing the floor, much like Cinderella. Now she's eating something out of a tin. 
can't really tell what it is. Okay, we get it. Yeah. Nobody doesn't. This whole time, I'm 42 mm-hmm. years old, <laughs> almost 43. How long's that been around? At least 30 years. I'm thinking it some, says something it doesn't. Yes. It's Was, like those songs that you, you mistake the lyrics all your life. Oh, me closer, Tony Dance. Exactly. Right. Oh, that's great. No, I, never, I did, I did find medieval, this whole song. And Medieval Woman. That's so weird. I always medieval thought it was... Medieval Woman. I always thought it was Tiny Dancer. I never knew it was Tony Danza. That's amazing. Uh, someone wrote this on a, on a blog. Is the slogan, nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee, considered a double negative? Yes. I was looking at a slogan yesterday on a truck and it and thought it sounded wrong. Would the same meaning be expressed by, by restating it as everybody likes Sarah Lee? Then here's an answer. Yes, the slogan is a double negative, and it means the same thing as everyone likes Sarah. That sure. is the definition of double negative, yes. But, so, you know, I think, I don't think Sarah Lee actually did due diligence when they came up with that slogan, yeah. because somebody somewhere <laughs> doesn't like Sarah Lee. Mm. That's how sure... Well, nobody is actually uh, a Chinese guy. Yes. <laughs> Hello, my name is Oh, Norak Salary. Norak Salary. What I love is this that this commercial came out in the 60s. I don't have an exact date on it. Uh um oh, and, then uh, it's been 43 years. Well, one year life. one year ago, uh, this is this is a YouTube page. Um uh, the third comment down says uh, the visuals are not attractive, but the slogan is brilliant because the double negative sticks in your conscience in a way two positives would not. It's catchy. The the third to last um, comment says this is going to be stuck in my head all day now it's an earworm it could be an earwig absolutely mm-hmm. um, those are fun now you said earwig um, I thought it was earworm this is going to be an interesting show isn't it <laughs> um, let's look this up yes please do there was a um, uh, it wasn't a Twilight Zone episode was it um, but it was an episode uh, it was a Twilight Zone-ish episode that took place in Africa no tigers though being Africa in Africa <laughs> um, I think the thing that catches me is that the comment that this is going to be stuck in my head all day now uh, so apparently one year ago this guy first heard of this commercial that aired in the 60s so if you want to do the math this commercial could be it's not you can tell by the clothing this commercial could be up to 50 years old but this guy is just now getting a hold of it so uh, that tells you what uh, what media savvy uh, geniuses of the craft we are, and how lame. Um, Caitlin eight twenty nine. Oh, it may be nobody doesn't like Bill McGee. <laughs> See, isn't that doesn't that roll off the tongue? Welcome well. to episode two sixty one. Oh people. yes, we're finally to the intro. Oh wait, we got to talk about earwigs and this, earworms. This is kind now, of a drag because we just burned all our content for the show. An earworm. Yes. Uh, is a piece of music that sticks in one's mind so oh. that it seems oh. that that one seems to hear it even when it's not being played. Oh, good Lord, I Ear live wig. with that. Earwig mm-hmm. yeah, makes up the insect order, the mapthery, mm-hmm. um, found throughout Americas, Africas, Asia, and New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So an earwig is actually a bug. Yes. An earworm is actually when a song gets stuck in your Okay, it's the musical Mobius loop, if you will. Yes. Ow. That would be an earwig. Ow! You You filled up you filled up my headphones with earwigs. <laughs> we got an email. They'll be nesting at the base of my brain here before the show's out. This came to us two weeks ago. You're gonna think I'm tripping, but it's actually the earwigs getting to me. You're gonna be like Chekhov in, in um 
Oh yeah, yeah. Wrath of Wrath Khan. Of Khan. Uh, it's another Khan! Uh, another uh, odd uh, uh, logic leap there. Where uh, as any good fanboy knows, um, Khan had never seen Chekhov, nor had he ever heard of him because he wasn't in that episode. Mm-hmm. So, even though in the movie he says maybe you. it happened. He says, but you, I never forget a face. Maybe it happened in between episodes. Possibly. Possibly. The untold tales of Star Trek. Yeah. Follow me? Or maybe Chekhov just had like an upset stomach that day and was like in the loo most <laughs> of the episode. This email came to us two weeks ago. It's from our old friend, Steve Even. Steve Even. Hello, Brad, Steve how are Even. Brad, Frank, and Bill. Good to hear from I you. I have to start this email off with my apologies. Oh. I stopped listening to Half Hour Wasted a long while back. Oh, no. I don't know exactly when, but it feels like a long time now. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone uh, to be offended by this news, however, because Half Hour Wasted wasn't the only podcast I stopped listening to. Oh. I actually stopped listening to podcasts altogether. Wow. But I'm back for the time being. I just finished episode 255. Oh, wow. And I'd love to comment on it, but dang, that episode went by fast. <laughs> you guys fit a lot of content in one episode, and I just couldn't keep up with any notes. <laughs> it was a fun episode, as always, and I really felt comfortable, like I was back with old friends. Anyway, I'm off to listen to 256. Keep their heads ringing. That's the one we recorded in here, and it literally, the three of us were just like, Is that we when were just, we were working at Bill's car? No, we recorded it in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. We recorded two that night, and one of the two that we recorded was our our movie list, like top five cat movies, top five yeah. computer movies, yeah. no mad, whatever. Yeah. It was one of those two that we recorded that night, and I can't remember which one off the top of my head, but uh, you picked a good one to come back on, Stephen. Yeah, because I'd, I'd like I to- happen to really like that episode because that was that show was all over the place because we had it was originally going to be an evergreen show. It was going to be one of these game shows. And it became just a top 10 show. And then it's, Brad, top 10 vampire names of uh, names of vampires from Brooklyn. Markula. So. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Emula. Thank you, Stephen, for the email. And welcome back. Welcome back. Well, cool. I mean, I could throw out the old chestnut that uh, don't get used to good content, uh, Stephen. But uh, it's nice to have you back in the fold. You guys been watching The Walking Dead? Hey, I've seen the first episode. Bill, right. why? <laughs> I was you, pretty proud of myself. It? Yes, I actually I did. You enjoy finished it. it? Yes, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Are you interested in watching more? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's uh, I I do have it um, um, on the Netflix stream standing by. That's only the first season. Yeah, I get that. Well, they'll Next. most likely add the second season in fairly quickly, and, and at the rate I'm watching them, the second season will absolutely be on Netflix streaming before I'm uh, ready for it. The so. next. Uh, episode that airs as mm-hmm. of this recording is the season two finale. Okay. Um, Which is that going to be two hours? Just one. Right. Oh, um, Mad Men is going to be, the intro is going to be two hours. I wanted to. Okay, someday I'll watch that show too. I'm just kidding. I wanted to. It's mine. You can't have it. I just saw this article today. Now, um, I think we can have this conversation okay. uh, maturely. Mm. So. It's a never a good sign. I'm not the kind of guy who runs out to the gas station every month to pick up the newest issue of Playboy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. I wasn't expecting yeah, personally, that. Personally, yeah. I have a subscription. <laughs> you know, in fact. Um, An e-subscription? I don't. I think the last issue of Playboy I bought was like 20 years ago. 
Wow. You know, but sometime before I was married. I can tell you this in, okay. in, in full conscience. I have never, ever purchased an episode of Playboy. Okay. An issue. The and last one I got, I know, I know them. Mm-hmm. The last one I got was the Lindsay Lohan one. Because I was curious. Okay. This one curious. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Sure. And then the one before that was the 3D one. That I've never even heard of that. That was the one where they, it came with the mm-hmm. paper glasses and the centerfold was in 3D. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. The and red and blue goggles? Yeah. Oh. And so oh. we, I hadn't even heard of that. We were passing it around with the red and blue goggles and it was... Is it the... the it, it, it was interesting for about five seconds. Is it the pink and green lines? I mean, was it line art or was it an actual photograph? No, it was a photo and they just wow. kind of moved the red and the blue yeah, over okay. in the middle one. And then you get, a, you get kind of a 3D effect and it was, <laughs> you know, it was interesting for about five seconds and then that was it. I just, oh, I just, there is, there, I'm trying to think of technology that was, the, the bang to hype ratio is more out of whack on than the red, blue goggles, uh, <laughs> well, 3D. You know, back before the polarized sunglasses yeah. type of deal, that, that was all we had. Uh, and I know, and, and 3D was um, maybe one of the worst ideas ever before they got the killer polarized glasses. Because first, nowadays, you know, you go to a, you go to a, a screening and it's like, this is great. The first the first movie I ever saw in 3D was Space Hunter: Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Oh, I saw wow. that one. Molly Ringwald is exactly. It yep. Gosh, I'm not sure I ever. That saw was it. back when I was in high school. I mean, it was a long time ago. I'm not sure. In I, fact, huh. it was out at the same time Doctor Detroit was out. Nice Whoa. with Dan Aykroyd. Nice. That is the second Doctor Detroit reference today. Really. Yes. You had one at work? Yes, because someone was talking about Final Four, uh, uh, March Madness. They yeah. were talking about Detroit. Yeah, okay. And they made some reference. I just half listened to the to doc, the movie Dr. Detroit. And I just, you know, I just heard it and didn't think of it. Now Brad says it. My that eyes was are huge. What right are the now. chances? That was a rated R movie, and I was under 17. Uh-huh. So I couldn't have seen it if I wanted it. So, But it was out at the same time that Space Hunter Adventures and the Forbidden's on it. Sweet. So me and couple other guys might have been my brother i don't know we went to the northeast mall in okay. hearst nice to see space hunter adventures in the forbidden zone oh yeah and oh. there were three younger girls or girls our age probably a little younger that bought tickets for dr detroit and i was like how are they getting into that but anyway i didn't care i wanted to see you know space hunter or whatever so anyway uh that was the first 3d movie i ever saw that's great back to playboy magazine okay in today's digital age, you know, if I really need to see uh, a naked woman, I can just hop on the internet and Google naked woman. You certainly don't have to go purchase a, a periodical for that. That's my point. Yes. And like I said, the last time I bought one was mm-hmm. before I was married. I, I mean, got married in 91. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it's it, been twenty over 20 years ago. I mean, those things I always leak out, but... Um, wouldn't they have it like if you wanted to go to you know Playboy dot com or something? Wouldn't it be hidden behind a paywall of some sort? Yeah, probably. I'll assume so, so, but in in all honesty, yes. you can you can very honestly say these days that you purchase Playboy for the articles because, as Brad said, it is no no big thrill to okay. you know find find images of you know women posing online. It's not if I could do it right now on my phone while I'm driving. So it's you almost know? it's what you're saying so it's almost come full circle. It's come full circle. You, you shouldn't actually do that while you're do, driving. <laughs> you which I do all the time. <laughs> but you can actually purchase a, a Playboy and say I'm doing it for the articles because yeah. 
it, it's face a, it, the pictures are out there. By the way, it's okay because I, I happen to know for a fact that Frank used the HOV lane. There's a lot less traffic in yeah. that. Okay. Um, yeah, I just I don't even know what to say because my guess is that when it first started, um, the uh, the pictorials were a supplement to the articles. Um, I don't know. I mean, because I, I don't think that that magazine really broke until the uh, the famous Marilyn Manson, but. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow uh, I missed the Marilyn Manson I, yeah, issue. Yeah, Playboy. I did miss the Marilyn Manson It uh, was issue. weird. I saw it, and it was really weird, guys. Then again, yeah, somebody's, somebody's getting ready to email me and say, that was the first issue, you dope. I think, yeah. I think Playboy has always had a good level of sales until recently, until the whole... Um, mm-hmm. Digital you know, age. Yeah, digital so age. So why did I bring it up? Well, I think... According to this article, next week okay. may be the first issue of Playboy that I buy in 20 years. Why? For an article. What is that article? I don't even know who's going to be in Shock. it. You know, like I said, I don't like care. Final, their final four picks or something? No. This is Walking Dead related. Really? Yes. You uh, fans of, of the comic book. That blows me away. So there's going to be some kind of real journalism going on in that thing, huh? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's always yeah. been about writing. You, Fans you, you, of the comic book, you you can't fault them for saying that Playboy doesn't have good writing. Okay, boy, I'm not trying to pretend that I'm Mister Squeaky Clean. Never, you know, never looked at anything like that. But I just, I'm, I'm blown away by the concept that there are articles in that magazine that are worth reading on their own merit. Play Playboy is the magazine you get for for worldly things. Okay. Okay, including uh-huh. women. Right. There are other magazines out there who don't even bother. Mm-hmm. They don't even bother giving an article. Okay. I never Maybe thought they, this would happen to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, next week, okay. apparently, there's a new issue coming out, which has this. Right. I wouldn't call it an article. There's something in it that I want to see. Okay. Uh, Walking Dead comic book fans will know who the character Michonne is. Okay. Mm-hmm. The swords, swords swinging, sword swinging, African American yes girl who entered the comic uh, with two armless zombies in tow <laughs> yeah. on chains, yeah. right? She's a fan favorite pets. now, right? Well, well next week there will be a six-page story written by Robert Kirkman, drawn by Charlie Adler, the same team on the book. Mm-hmm. Okay called Michonne's story and it's basically her origin oh um let's see this this has has can either be great or disastrous because we have seen this before okay where characters who do not have origins are given origins and then usually it's like oh really yeah but you know this is kirkman and adler Mm -hmm. the guys who do the book so Probably this is going to be... I mean, Kirkman also did with Invisible. He did uh, Adam Eve, that character. Right, right. Okay. She never had an origin. He gave her an origin, much to people's hopefully you know, maze. It was... Hopefully this won't be the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have one panel of uh, the comic in this article I'm reading, and it um, looks like Michonne in a business suit mm-hmm. running down the highway with zombies chasing her, okay. running down a busy city street. And um, so I'm very excited. I love the character. We haven't seen her yet in the in the TV show. I assume she'll show up sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go 
Maybe I'll go to Barnes & Noble. Is it classier to buy a Playboy at the Barnes & Noble than it is the Shell Station? <laughs> Brad, it doesn't matter. <laughs> people uh, people are going to think what they want to think. So I just, think the Shell Station might be a little bit more um, anonymous. Uh, the Shell Station, the guy will look at you and go, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Barnes yeah, & Noble, they'll, they'll turn their nose no, up. No, seriously, there's a comic there's book be, in here. There's going to be three ladies at the front desk of the Barnes & Noble, and all three of them are going to see you do this. At the Shell Station... You know, you There's going to be a guy who goes, hey, you want yeah. a six-pack with that? Yeah, you, never, you never have to see that person <laughs> again. Well, you know, I don't care, but I'm really interested in, in yes. reading the article about this character. Because okay. she's so, a fascinating character. I can't wait to see her on the TV hmm. show. Now, hopefully, gosh, hopefully that they, they do not do this because she she's very... Um, she can swing a sword like nobody's business. She, right. She's very versed. So let's hope that it's not she's not a businesswoman who just naturally just knows how to sword play just automatically okay that's what we that's what you don't want right because it's like or you know she gets bit by a ninja zombie and somehow she doesn't become a zombie but possesses the power yeah let's hope it's let's not hope it's nothing like that That let's hope it's not stupid like that yeah so by the way um uh, the first issue uh came out in 1953 and it was undated because hugh hefner didn't think or he wasn't sure there was ever going to be a second issue and it did have uh, Ms. Monroe in it, but apparently it had a uh, an image taken from a calendar, and I don't think that was her pictorial. But I'm not sure. So, yeah. All right, feel free to research it for yourself. That, that magazine is all my, about being a time and a place. That that magazine, I mean, it just couldn't. And that's one thing. It just couldn't it, fly these days. I, I about to say it just doesn't seem like these are the times for that kind of thing. Um, like if comic books were somehow never made until today, mm-hmm. it would it wouldn't fly because of the digital media. It's it's just yeah. Well, honestly, well, you know, a lot of magazines are grandfathered in. Yeah, basically because they're yeah. in the public awareness. Yes, you're uh, right. You know, like toy collector. That's like, what I get uh, for the articles. You know. If somebody tried to they're put out, short. <laughs> you know, a magazine like Newsweek or Time right now, mm-hmm. yeah, it wouldn't go. There's there's been plenty of failures. Sure, there was George not too long ago. I can't remember who the publisher was on it. Yeah, wasn't but that? Th- but that was trying to be a. Wasn't um, that the most recent Dead Kennedy? No <laughs> offense. Well, this this wasn't was that, a, this was a magazine that was based on the premise of it being kind of an Esquire type of magazine, yes. very high end, very very good articles yes. and stuff like that. That did not fly. I mean, that wasn't um, that wasn't John Junior, was it? Maybe that was John Jacob Jinkelheimer. <laughs> I you know his name is my name too. So was, anyway, I thought that was interesting that they were gonna. Yeah, it was produced. By, I'm not sure why they're gonna why they're gonna put that. Yeah, it was produced that that magazine was produced by John John, who perished so tragically and so before his time off of Gay Head. I thought he was skiing. No, you may be thinking of, um, gosh, who are you thinking of? Well, you're thinking of Sonny Bono. No, you're also thinking of. <laughs> it was um, a Kennedy. It was another Kennedy, but yeah. it wasn't, but it wasn't uh, uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. Oh, get yes. this. <clears throat> uh, this is from another article about the same thing, a different website. Mm-hmm. Uh, the issue goes on sale on newsstands and online. Uh, so, you know, again, with the online thing. Yeah. I guess if I wanted it, you know, I. I wouldn't even have to go to the Shell station or oh, whatever. So, no. if uh, I, as long as you got a what story, you can get it through the uh, iPad newsstand. The as long story as you got a, f- a full size, uh, you know, tablet. You know, this is ten point one or none, right? Right, ten point yeah. one or none. 
the uh, the story features brilliant art to accompany the never before seen mystery that explores how the iconic and sexy Michonne discovered her impressive skills as a master swordsman. There you go, Frank, Ooh. Mm-hmm. and became the most admired and beloved survivor. So it, shall, shall I assume this is integrated into the magazine itself? It's not like a it's not something you tear out of the middle. Or uh, it's whatever. like six pages. I would assume that it's <laughs> part of the the story. Um. It's an honor to be part of a, of an historic publication like Playboy, said Kirkman. I'm thrilled to share The Walking Dead with the magazine's readers, especially such an important story like The Origin of Michonne. Uh, wow. And then uh, this is more stuff that we've all heard. So what is, so anyway, uh, what is the second season of Walking Dead? Um, what is that taking you up to? Is it... Um, is it going trade by trade? I think you, you said before that it's it doesn't follow the comic book it exactly. Follows, no, it doesn't. It follows certain story beats. Um, and I thought you gave a lot of that credit to um, uh, Frank Darabont in the first season. Um, yeah, he he um, he said we're going to follow Kirkman's comic, follow the path, but we're going to yeah. deviate from the path a lot. Okay. Because I was wondering, in the second season, with uh, Darabont's influence no longer around... Uh, um, I, I don't know. Is is it just one director? Are there rotating no, directors? And did Darabont direct every episode in the first season? No, he okay. did not. Darabont right. had a right hand man named Glenn Mazzara who produced okay. The Shield for FX oh, okay. with Michael right. Chiklis. Um, he has taken over as the showrunner since Frank Darabont left. Okay. And um, there's been kind of a switch in tone, I think, for the better. Really? Yeah. Since uh, he took over. That surprises me. Yeah. There's a um, lot of talking. There's like Rodden. there's a lot of talking. In there the was show. a lot of talking in there the first of, half. Was it like Roddenberry <laughs> leaving and Berman taking over in the kinda. third season of uh, yeah. Next kinda. Generation? Kinda the thing? first half of season two was very talky, and I, they dragged. Yeah, and I remember you guys. Out. And we're not talking about like uh, moving the plot, yeah. but we're talking about talking. Well, now did <laughs> Darabont? Did he leave? I thought he left before the second season started. I think was he was not? already involved in okay. a lot of the first part of the second season. Yeah, because you guys had some conversations about there was, was it the opening of the second season had like a monologue that that went on forever, and you guys just it made you crazy, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something well, like that. I, I, I thought, and, and this is mm-hmm. uh, this is very short, it, 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 or I mean, it, it doesn't represent the whole season. But that that beginning monologue was was terrible, and yeah. the the graphics were were just laughable, and not so bad as good. It was uh, expository, it, it, wasn't it? Um, yeah, and and uh, just some some of the poorest green screen, yeah, that, oh, you, no. that you would. You wouldn't expect from television. Now, granted, they probably produced that really fast just okay. to get new viewers up to speed. Okay. Everything else was fine. We're well, talking hey. about the first two, three minutes of the f- first episode of the season. Well, you know what? When they did the long version of Dune, um, they had a, what, a 10-minute long set of exposition. It was beautifully rendered. It, it can be it was done. Beautiful. It, it was beautiful. Sometimes you hit home runs and sometimes screen. you don't. Yeah. yeah, they had like pencil drawings of... Uh, Cymex attacking humans, and uh, it was great, man. Go Dune! So, yeah, you know that I've enjoyed the second half of the second season of The Walking Dead much more than the first half. Okay, um, the uh, last two episodes have been spot on, in my opinion. Uh, more than six episodes. There's t- thirteen episodes in Good. season two. Okay, season three will be sixteen episodes. Wow, yeah, they're ramping it up. Holy yeah, cow. so um, it's going to be. Uh, I think the finale next week, I've read the spoilers for it. Mm-hmm. If they're true, it's just going to be balls to the wall. Does it bother you to read spoilers like that? If it did, I wouldn't read them. 
It doesn't bother me at well, all. Well, that reminds me... Uh, in fact, I just mm-hmm. recently read a huge spoiler for Avengers. I know basically the first half of that movie. Yeah, are you talking about the uh, the, the thing we had on that email chain? Yeah. Um, with all the Im- all the images? Somebody it, had scanned a storybook and put that online. Okay. And be- it was a kid's book, and it obviously yeah. went up to the f- maybe midpoint of the movie. Okay, because uh, there, were, there was image, 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 and then there'd be a, uh, a text page, and then image, 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 and then another text page. Just and like I, the old storybooks. I read two or three of those text pages and I you know, it was like, I don't mind getting a little spoiled. And then I read the second one. It's like, wait a minute. And then I read the third one. It's like, no, got to stop. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the rest of the images and I didn't read like the last three or four or five, whatever text pages there were, because it was just, it was telling me about the structural aspects of the story that mm-hmm. I just didn't want to know. I mean, I'm one of those people that, you know, I will. I will te- typically avoid spoilers if possible. Now, if I hear them, they're not going to ruin my life. But. Now, in in the trailer, we see Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man fighting. Yeah, that that explained what they were up to. Yeah, and I don't. I don't guess I read that page. Um, I read something about not Hawkeye find, and we, his allegiances yeah. or alliances. We find out something about Hawkeye. Yes, and is it Carlson? Red. Carlson. Carlson. We find out something about uh, Carlson uh, and, yeah. and Hawkeye. And um, we still do not know. They do not go so far as to tell us if uh, uh, who the enemy is. Not Loki is in, but that invading army. Yeah. All we know for sure is it's not scrolls or. Uh, or well, Joss Whedon has gone on record saying it's not scrolls or or Kree. Or, or Kree. Or yeah. 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 Now it would it would certainly make. I still sense. think it's frost giants. Yeah. We just we just finished uh, watching Thor this afternoon as uh, as you guys were rolling in, and yeah that. It seems very foreshadowy that it'll it'll be the plot of Thor two, I'm guessing, if not of the Avengers. But yeah, when when Odin leaves, you know, Odin leaves with his boy and you know and his boy's pals, the Warriors three and the Lady Sif and Loki. Um, you know, the Frost Giant basically says, you know, the the time for negotiation, the time for negotiation is past, and um, you know, and you've declared war. And Odin says, so be it. And then they split. So, you know, in my book, that's very foreshadowy. Maybe it means nothing. I don't know. Ken Morgan has, has a while back, he mm-hmm. put out an email that really tied a whole bunch of points together. That yes. How Iron Man, how Iron Man 2 is the linchpin yeah. to all these movies. Iron Man will tell you everything you need to know about, about, about how it ties everything together. Yeah. And we just, uh, not on purpose, but uh, a week, a uh, week or so ago, we watched Captain America. A few days ago, we watched Iron Man two today. We watched Thor. And I just, I feel like I'm getting ready for the Avengers movie, which is still uh, what uh, almost a month and a half out. Mm-hmm. May the fourth, Dang it. may the fourth be with you. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. I guess we're going to have a, uh, do we want to go to a midnight showing of that? I'd like to see it as soon as possible, but uh, we'll see. I'll do a midnight. <laughs> you know, I'm, <clears throat> is it going to be in 3d? I mean, I'm I'm sure not, I will not see it in 3D. You you may it not depends. be able to see it on midnight then. Mm, shoot. Um, it depends. I mean, is it? It's not being shot with a 3D camera, is it? I is don't it going to be posted so. 3D? Because that's heinous, man. Hey, guess that. Get guess oh, what? I know you'd go fanboy on you. I took my kids uh, to see John Carter. Mm-hmm. Okay, a couple uh, days ago. Yes. Um, maybe we'll talk about that next episode. Cool. One of the trailers in 3D. One of the trailers we saw was the Avengers trailer Ooh. in 3D. Okay. It looked pretty decent, but I still don't need to see it in 3D. I would rather not see it in 3D. Did it look better than Episode 1? Star Wars I didn't Episode see 1 it. in 3D. I didn't see Episode 1. Because Episode 1 in 3D was 
the movie, fun, worthwhile, the 3D, borderline ripoff. We've talked about it before, so we'll go back into it. I, I don't know if it was ripoff. I thought they did a very good job. I think anything else would have been bad. It, it was too subtle. I, I, I wanted more depth. Mm-hmm. I wanted more three-dimensional imagery. You what know? did, you, what did your kids think of dimensions. it? Um, I think they were just cool with being there for the movie. Uh, I, I haven't discussed, you know, what did you think about the way they post-produced the three-dimensional aspects of the movie? Uh, Sage was uh, Sage was asking me why we had to wear the glasses, and I told him because because it'll be three D, and I b- explained three D to him. Goes yeah. so will I be able to touch them? And he's like, no, but they'll be there, like you can touch. Well, them. now we've seen three D movies uh, before. Okay, um, he just wants to hear Frank talk. <laughs> actually, That's the, all it the is. glasses, um, and, and I, I kind of get this because when I was a kid, you'd put on like your your dad's glasses or your mom's glasses or whatever, or some sunglasses, and they'd kind of make the bridge of your nose tickly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He uh, last time we went to see a 3D movie, what was it? Uh, I'm trying to, maybe it was Star Wars, but he was wanting to take the the 3D glasses off because they were making his nose weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a 3D version of How to Train Your Dragon without my glasses on. Really? Yeah, because at the Studio Movie Grill, yeah, the 3D is leaves much to be desired. Oh no! Do they even have a digital projector? I don't know, but the glasses are like I feel like I'm wearing a robot on my head. You oh know? no! It's like horrible. And uh, I just ended up taking them off and watching it <laughs> without the it's glasses. A little, a little dark and slightly fuzzy, but otherwise. Since we're right. talking about it, and I'm thinking about it, John Carter. Yeah, I took my girls to see it. Um, Hi, my name is John Carter. I'm here on Mars to kind of <laughs> save you guys. That's pretty good. Frank. <laughs> You're on Mars, John. Are, uh, do what? you guys have any interest in seeing this? Where I did until I read some of the lackluster reviews. Well, I think that. Um, it's been getting panned critically. Uh, the one champion of the movie I've seen so far was, and this may not be a big surprise, but uh, um, ain't it cool news? Mm-hmm. They is, they have wa- they have asked why the reviews have been so bad for that movie because it wasn't really that bad. It's about two twenty. Okay, I mean two hours twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh dear. I was bored for the first two hours. Oh no. That's bad At sign. one point, I literally went. Huh. So what? You well, know, I nodded, and. Ashley said after the movie, she said, I almost nodded off at one point. About 20 minutes till the end, it got fun. Okay. The story was very confusing. Yeah. Very, I don't think it was well told. Not enough information. I wasn't spoon-fed enough information. Okay, not enough exposition. Yeah. Now, um, now you know was, the, the book it's based on? I have never read the book. Is so more was, vague. Is yeah. it in that he John Carter actually falls asleep under a tree and wakes up on Mars? Huh. That's that's what happens in the book. Too in much exposition <laughs> running through my head. In the movie, he gets exposition. transported yeah, from it. Earth. You, to, you all got it. I don't have to keep to Barsoom. Yes, uh, via some kind of portal. And is Barsoom another word for Mars? Yes. Okay. And Mars's word for Earth is something like. Jorsum or Joe okay. Joe Smith J yeah anyway uh, it was 3D we went to a theater where they have since reduced oh, their prices it Jablonski only co- yes it was right. Jablonski thank you they've only they only charge us 750 for 3D movie really? which was pretty awesome what theater is this the Rave Motion Picture Theater in oh, Lake Dallas it's a okay. secret theater um, so the 3D was okay is you the know? rave theater failing? No. Oh, okay. There, right. are, there's one in Hearst. 
Okay, because I've driven by it. It's on 35, and it looks nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. no, it's All fine. Right. Sorry, didn't mean to. If you don't um, mind air conditioning, come on yeah. down to the rave. No, Th- this may catch you off guard here, but I didn't mean to uh, derail you. No, it's a good screen. It's a mm-hmm. good sound. It's clean. Okay. Um, it's a nice theater, but you know the movie was just. I was just bored. Yeah. It's and, clean. There's nice people there. <laughs> and Mark Strong is in it. He plays. Ah. One of the one of the bad guys. Okay, and all I could think of was why isn't Sinestro pink? <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, so. <laughs> no doubt. Um, you know, I, I've never read the books. Didn't know squat about the story. Yes. Um, it uh, it just wasn't my thing. Okay. My 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 one hesitation about seeing it was that it's an action movie produced by Disney Disney Studios. My you know my experience it's with Disney, Disney, but they dropped a GD in this movie. But action-wise and storytelling-wise, I mean, um, Rocketeer, Rocketeer's fun, but it's not a great action movie. It's pretty forgettable. Um, the last 20 to... minutes were nonstop. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll just watch the last 20 minutes then because yeah. it just didn't seem – once it started getting those poor reviews, I was You I don't was need out. the 3D to, you know, it doesn't – I don't think it enhan- enhances the story at all. I have yet to hear anyone say, this movie has got to be seen. In 3D. I've heard that about Hugo. Martin Scorsese's I Hugo. Heard the, I heard that you didn't have to. Okay. <laughs> I've not seen it, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm... So, but did you say that the 3D was... Was it pretty spectacular? It wasn't... I've yet to see spectacular 3D. Okay, I mean... I've not seen there Avatar. Are, there have so. been plenty of spectacular animated films. Can we agree on that? Yeah, Toy okay. Story 3 was freaking well, amazing. But I mean, when you're doing computer animation, sure. it's, it's, you know, it makes it a lot easier. In fact, it makes it very easy to have really, really deep, really well-defined 3D. This, I, mean, I thought Tron Legacy was, was excellent 3D. It was. Again, it was subtle because they weren't throwing flaming eyeballs and arrows past your head and making you duck. It was just putting you in a 3D environment. This was not bad 3D by any stretch of okay. the imagination. Did they, they just did they lob stuff past your head and make you duck? Maybe once. Okay, because uh, we went and saw um, uh, Despicable Me in 3D, and you know, again animated, but it was tremendous 3D. Uh, same thing with Shrek Forever After, and a couple other animated flicks we've seen. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's one point I think right at the very 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 end of Despicable Me. Um, the little Despicable Me, little yellow dudes that mm-hmm. look like the android robot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they do something, and one of them like goes flying at the screen, and you kind of almost want to duck out of the way. And that's the only time that they ever that they ever did that trick to you. But it worked. It was really cool. Uh, speaking of Tron, yes. my latest video game that I'm playing, it's an older one, Tron okay. Evolution. Oh, never Is that any it. good? Um, so far, it, it it's fun. I wouldn't say it's a great game, but you know, you get to cool do some cool things like run up on the okay. side of walls. You have to gain enough cool. momentum and so, do it the right way. Um, yeah, you get to do a light cycle. That was kind of fun. I'm only maybe about twenty percent into it. So, how did you get the console up the stairs into your apartment? <laughs> the console? Yeah, it's the a big, console game, right? The yeah. big uh, arcade game. Oh, and yeah. do, you, do you have enough quarters to play? Yes, or do I have you keep running quarters. out. It's He's got okay. a quarter on a on a string. He okay, just pulls it back. Nice, out. nice. You know, when I, I was have, a kid, I paid a cent for that game. Hey, you know, when I was a kid, uh, we used to uh, love finding construction sites because the old wives' tale that hey man, you can use a slug, uh-huh. you know, instead of a quarter. It never worked for me. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, how many times did you go, oh, dude, it's construction site. Let's go take our lives in our hands and go in there and, and go under all this heavy machinery and under the scaffolding to retrieve slugs, which we're pretty sure aren't going to work because of experience. But you do it anyway because um, you're a dumb kid. Back when, when I was a kid, the big, one of the big video games big, was dumb Phoenix. Kid. I loved Phoenix. Oh, okay. Phoenix. So what yes. we used to do, someone, some kid, or, some smart kid. as it's kid, known in Phoenix, Pahonix. Ooh. We would take nickels, yes. spend easily 20, 15 minutes banging them down to the size of a quarter, and those would work. And we did really? those. You yeah. had enough arm strength to really? do that when you were a kid? You just keep doing it. With what, a hammer? <laughs> yeah. Dang. I mean, when, during the summer, and you don't have anything to do, 15 right. minutes spent. What are you doing you know, out bang. there, Frank? Ah, yeah. we're banging nickels. <laughs> okay, be well, careful. Okay, honey. Anyway, after, uh, after we discovered this trick... You know, we thought, oh, we can mm-hmm. play Phoenix forever. Nice. We uh, uh, we did it for about you know two or three weeks, and then we went to the game one day with our fake nickels. And yeah. The uh, whoever owned the game had put a sticker out that it is a federal law to <laughs> oh no to you know use slugs <laughs> or stuff. You want to talk about like little kids being freaked out? Like, oh, oh we're gonna get arrested. <laughs> ah! <laughs> for about two weeks, we didn't do it, and then we went back to it. <laughs> oh my goodness. But, uh, yeah, we, we had discovered that. So we can get five games for the price of one game. Nice. <laughs> so I wonder if this is going to work. I just went to free80sarcade.com, and it says that uh, you can play Phoenix Online right now. Right. Dude, I, that was one of the games. And, of course, well, yeah, let's wrap this we were right episode up, and then okay. we'll, we'll check it out. All right. Because we don't want to promote anything This actually like says that, Phoenix but. Revenge. So, uh, well, it's, it's, a, it's a website. And sure enough, there's a picture of the uh, – um, no, that's a uh, Pac-Man uh, console. Never mind then. If you guys haven't listened to uh, the l- latest Legion of Dudes episode, uh-huh. um, th- it was published today as we record this. And it's not going to do you guys any good. Okay. Three uh, three days after uh, the latest, uh, I'm sorry, three days after the last episode of Half Hour Wasted, you should go listen to episode. 186 of the half of the Legion of Dudes. That is the second half of our HHW five year celebration that we recorded last week, and I listened to it today. It's a lot of fun. How how was I did not listen to uh, to our recording of that because my memory of it when we were recording was chaotic. <laughs> it was no, it was, it's so chaotic that I thought I wonder if it's listenable. No, it is. It's very listenable. Okay, you oh should go gosh. back and listen okay. to them both back to back. It's fun. Yeah. If nothing, just if nothing, you know, for any other reason than to listen to Ken and Russ talk. Okay, because j- just seeing, you know, because I have memories of Sage, <laughs> Sage no, dive button under the table to, to listen to their reactions. You know, mm-hmm. Ken will say something like. This is exactly how I pictured in my mind what a recording of Half Hour Wasted would be like. <laughs> he did so, say that, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's very worth listening to. Okay, right. it's good. It's very worth listening to. I just to. remember my recollections were that uh, why was their episode so much better than ours? Because the kids were asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, kids were kids. Oh, were or it could have had something to do with the fact that they had uh, content pre-programmed because oh, Russ is like that. Bless you, Russ, you <laughs> son of a gun, you. Um, anyway, guys, thanks for listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Please visit our website at halfhourwasted.com to check out our blogs, photos, and more. And don't forget to visit um, the new message board at forumsforgeeks.com. Check out our uh, send any questions, comments to halfhourwasted at gmail or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830 
or drop us an, an email at Brad, Frank, or Bill at HalfHourWasted.com. And follow us on Twitter at HalfHourWasted. Be sure to check out all of the great shows on the HHW LOD Network. And till next time, I'm Frank. I rule this Phoenix video game. I'm Brad. And we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. <laughs>